Good Thursday morning to each and every one. This is Pastor Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. This morning I was riding into work and I was recalling that uh, one is Mother's Day weekend. I really need to make sure I send my card out to my mom and my aunt. And I also thought about how this day that's coming this weekend brings so many uh, experiences that are a wide range of emotions. For example, for some people at some churches, they often ask for all the mothers to stand up. And sometimes people feel a little weird because what do you do when you're not a mother? What do you do when you have no desire for motherhood? Uh, What do you do when you're born uh, as a gender marker of female, but you don't identify with female at all? And they you know, say happy Mother's Day to you at your job or the people that uh, their mother is no longer here or for the people that have the mothers that have frayed relationships with their children and for the children who have frayed and strained and non-existent and dysfunctional and toxic relationships with their mother. And then there are those that mother is always a joyous and great thing. So when you look at all the Hallmark movies and the songs that talk about I remember mama in a happy way, you totally identify with those experiences because that matches the experiences that you had. And then the pain for those that you didn't really get that. So I thought about all of that, you know today. And some of the things that I thought about were who were the women in my life that were instrumental in making me the man that I am. And that would be my mom, my grandmother, and Mama Ernestine. When I think about my grandmother, the things I remember best about her is how she went to Campbell uh, Chapel AME Church and she sang alto in the choir. She was a teacher for 40 years and she everyone in the community loved her and knew her. She drove this green caprice that she was seen in, you know, shopping and throughout town. And I also remember it because my grandmother stood about five feet one. So she had a pillow on the seat to sit in it because she was short. But she was very fat, you know, fiery. She was very passionate. She was very loving. She was also stern. She was a stickler for rules. I remember growing up, she would cook, you know, dinner for us during the holidays. And she had a rule that she ate at 2.30. And if we weren't there, she'd eat without us. And then she'd laugh at us when we got there late. But she'd sit there and talk with us. Or I remember getting in arguments with my cousins because we wanted to sit in these uh ironclad uh, chairs that she had on her her porch that were padded with these red pads and we used to argue and 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 push push each other over so we could sit in these chairs because you know in our mind that meant we were you know authoritative that we had you know power but you know the lesson that the switch taught us was that we were never to fight and we would try to get along and work out our disagreements or I also think about my own mom you know my mom is a person that is a teacher as well. She's retired. I love her dearly, but we haven't always had, you know, the best relationship. You know, while I can always say that growing up emotionally, she was there for me, you know, as an adult, 
we have had frayed relationships, you know, due to the fact that she didn't and doesn't accept my gender identity. She doesn't accept my sexuality. She's uh, never been willing to even meet my wife, but I love her. She's still my mother. Without her, there's no way for me to tell my story without acknowledging how it started with her. Or I think about um, my Aunt Bernice. You know, she's the middle daughter of my grandmother, and uh, she was my favorite aunt because she was always kind. She seemed to be less strict than my mom. She would take me shopping. She uh, is responsible for my love of desserts because she always cooked my favorite dessert that I ever wanted. And she does cook the best, not cook, but she makes the best potato salad this side of heaven. Please don't tell my wife that. Um... And then lastly, I think about Miss Ernestine. You know, she is the mother of my former girlfriend. And, um, but Miss Ernestine was the stand-in, the mother figure that took the time to get to know me. I remember I was teaching adult education in Tallahassee, Florida, and she would call me and encourage me all the time. She supported me emotionally. She supported me financially and mentally. And my fondest memory, one of them of her, is how I was having a tough time getting into graduate school. And I was utterly depressed. I'd received three rejection letters that year. And I remember coming, you know, in the apartment and calling her and telling her about it. And I remember her saying, don't you get discouraged. Don't don't you let them tell you no. And I was like, Mama, you don't understand what I just said. You know, they told me, no, it's not going to happen for me right now. I don't know when I'm going to get in graduate school. And she just said, well, they're just going to get tired of seeing my name. And I said, what do you mean? She was like, because every semester, if I were you, I'd be sending my applications back. She was like, write your professors and ask for advice on how you how how to get accepted in a graduate program. What are, you know, advice or things that they would suggest you do? Are there any programs or things that they and services that they could recommend to help you, you know, make the appropriate score for your graduate record exam? And that was excellent advice. And in 2006, I got accepted in that graduate program. So, I mean, you know, it was coupled with all of these things. She encouraged me not to give up, too, on my mom. She would always say, you have plenty of stepmothers, but you only have one mother. And she, I think, could identify and say that because she had a, a strained relationship with her own mother, you know. And so I think about all these experiences because I spent so many years wishing and praying that my mother would be like Miss Ernestine or be more accepting or be more of something. But it has never happened because in reality, you can only be who you are. Your growth, your desire to be more has to be something that is innate within you. Other people can't change that. And I know that this day is difficult for so many people because I know there are a lot of people that have frayed and difficult relationships and for with their mothers for so many varied reasons. It would be easy to say it's because of sexuality or gender identity, but it's so much more than that. They're mothers that were not present, that don't know how to be present, and that they try, but they don't try. And it's so many different emotions that it brings out of people, you know? And so for me, I just say, 
the best thing that I can think of that's happened, and best is the best word that I can come up with, I can't really describe it in any other way, is that I remember the year I was so upset about uh, my mother and who she was, was not, who she was not. And I remember, you know, praying to God, and I said, you know, you know, I'm just so upset, I'm just so tired, I want my mother to be this, I want my mother to be that, I want me to be you know, her to be this and that, and she'll be none of it. And it's so hurtful and it's so painful, and I don't know what to do. So I want you to be my parent. So I can quit being so sad at all the things that she is not. And I remember that prayer just as fervently and just as sincerely as I'm, you know, making the recording of this podcast. And, um, what I can say that has happened is that God has been my parent and shown me, you know, more love than I can ever quantify or tangibly say. I mean, I can say, you know, talk about health or I can talk about, you know, access to information. I can talk about, you know, certain things that we all talk about, you know, like I can see and I can talk and I can, uh, you know, those things. And I'm not saying that those things aren't true, that it is true that Abba has provided that for me, but he's also given me a family and a closeness in my heart in the relationship that I have with Abba. He's also given me uh, people. There's certain people that have come in my life at a specific time that I needed them most. Sometimes I didn't even know that I needed those people and they were something that I needed. You know, I love my mother you know, and all of the women that have been great representations in my life. Yet it is also true that it is freeing to no longer look at her to provide what she can. And that's really all I have for today. Uh, thank you so much for taking time to listen to my Mother's Day reflections. Feel free to share what your reflections and experiences are. And we're always here at Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com to pray with and for you. I hope y'all have a great weekend. See y'all next time. Peace.